Welcome to episode 13 of Revelation, an Idealist Interpretation. I'm Father Ron Shibley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church and producer of this series. If you have not already viewed episode 2, which includes my primer on numerology and revelation, I urge you to do so since understanding how John used numerology is critical to understanding revelation and this series. In this episode, the focus is on chapter 8, in which St. John resumes the narrative of the seven seals interrupted by chapter 7 with his account of the opening of the seventh seal and the first four of six trumpets. St. John's perspective is still heaven, as in chapter 6, and the come up here invitation in Revelation 4, verse 1. The illustration is St. John receives his revelation from the Bamberg Apocalypse. As noted in several earlier episodes produced in the scriptorium at Reichenau, Germany, under the authority of the Holy Roman Emperor Otto III, between 1000 and 1020 A.D., and now in the Bamberg State Library. I have divided the reading of chapter 8 into two parts, beginning with verse 1 through 6, the opening of the seventh seal and the introduction of the seven trumpet-sounding angels. The illustrations are two details from folio 17 in the Bamberg Apocalypse. When he opened the seventh seal, there was a silence in heaven for about half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. Then another angel, having a golden censer, came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints ascended before God from the angel's hand. Then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, and threw it to the earth. There were noises, thunderings, lightnings, and an earthquake. So the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. Numerology is on full display with the repeated use of the symbolic magical number seven. There are seven seals, seven angels, and seven trumpets. Seven, as I explained in episode two in the primer on numerology, is a symbol of fullness, completeness, and perfection. The illustration for this and the next several slides is seven angels and seven trumpets from the Bamberg Apocalypse. John combined numerology with Hebrew history and also with his own knowledge of Hebrew worship practices. In the Hebrew histories, especially Joshua 6.3, we find this account of the hours before the destruction of Jericho. And seven priests bearing seven trumpets of rams before the ark of the Lord went on continually and blew with the trumpets. Trumpets of rams refers to trumpets made from a ram's horn. 
Three additional Old Testament precedents or Old Testament precedents for the silence St. John describes in verses 1 through 6 are first Habakkuk 2 verse 20, but the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Here using the 1928 prayer book text. Two other precedents are Zephaniah 1 verse 7. Hold thy peace at the presence of the Lord God. And Zechariah 2 verse 13. Be silent, O all flesh, before the Lord, for he is raised up out of his holy habitation. The length of the silence in heaven, described in verse 1 as, quote, about half an hour, unquote, is another literary and dramatist device for building a sense of anticipation for what will happen next. Completing the Hebrew liturgical image, John describes another angel swinging a censer and offering incense before the golden altar in front of the throne, shown in the illustration derived from Folio 17 of the Bamberg Apocalypse. As in Revelation chapter 5, verse 8, the account of the Lamb opening the scroll, the smoke of the incense rises to God with the prayers of the saints. The concept of incense rising as prayers to God is also found in Psalm 141, verse 2, and became part of one of the earliest liturgical prayers in the early church and one still used in the Eastern Church and among many traditional Anglicans. In Malachi 1, verse 1, the prophet wrote of the Lord's instruction that, quote, in every place incense shall be offered to my name. Incense was one of the gifts brought by the, to the infant Jesus by the Magi in Matthew 2, verse 11. The next event in verse 5 is the angel throwing the censer filled with fire from the altar to the earth, accompanied by, quote, noises, thunderings, lightnings, and earthquake. These are all traditional symbols in the Hebrew history of the presence of God and are also omens of the coming of the day of the Lord prophesied by all of the writing prophets. Isaiah 13, verse 6 to 13, 58, 5, Zephaniah 1, 7 to 14, Joel 1, 15, Joel 2, 1 to 11, and 30 to 32, Jeremiah 46, verse 10, Ezekiel 13, 5, and 31 to 5, Amos 5.20, Obadiah 15, Zechariah 14.1, and finally Malachi 4.5. A possible symbolism suggested by some scholars is that the censer hurled to the earth in verse 5 is a sign that the prayers of those referred to as under the altar in Revelation 6, verse 9 to 11, are being answered. Afterward, in verse 7, St. John describes the seven angels as ready to sound their trumpets. The second part of the reading of chapter 8 is verses 7 through 13. And for this, the illustrations are four scenes depicted in the Bamberg Apocalypse. 
The first angel sounded, and hail and fire followed, mingled with blood, and they were thrown to the earth, and a third of the trees were burned up, and all green grass was burned up. Then the second angel sounded, and something like a great mountain burning with fire was thrown into the sea, and a third of the sea became blood, and a third of the living creatures in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. Then the third angel sounded, and a great star fell from heaven, burning like a torch, and it fell on a third of the seas and rivers on, and on the springs of water. The name of the star is Wormwood. A third of the waters became Wormwood, and many men died from the water because it was made bitter. Then the fourth angel sounded, and a third of the sun was struck, a third of the moon and a third of the stars, so that a third of them were darkened. A third of the day did not shine, and likewise the night. And I looked. And I heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth because of the remaining blasts of the trumpets of the three angels that are about to sound. Numerology appears again in verses 7 through 12, in which the consistent theme of the four unique trumpet soundings is God's judgment tempered by his mercy. After each of the trumpet blasts, a third of something is destroyed. The symbolic fraction one-third, as noted in episode 2 in my primer on numerology, signifies that mercy was shown, one-third were destroyed, two-thirds were spared. The use of symbolic fractions will occur again several times in later chapters of Revelation. The illustration is a detail of the sounding of the first trumpet, which I extracted from Folio 20 of the Bamberg Apocalypse. The sounding of the first trumpet in verse 7 heralds a rain of hail and fire mingled with blood which are thrown to the earth, destroying a third of the trees in which all the green grass is burned up. The Old Testament precedent is the effect on vegetation of the seventh plague in Egypt recounted in Exodus 9 verses 13 to 33. The sounding by the angel of the second trumpet in verses 8 and 9 sends a great mountain burning with fire into the seas of the earth, turning one-third of the seas into blood and destroying one-third of the creatures in the sea and the ships on the sea. The Old Testament precedent is the first plague in Egypt in Exodus 7 verses 14 to 25 in which the waters are turned to blood. The illustration is a detail which I extracted from Folio 21 in the Bamberg Apocalypse. With the sounding by an angel of the third trumpet in verses 10 and 11, a great star named Wormwood falls like a torch into the rivers and springs of the earth, destroying a third of the waters by turning them into bitter wormwood. 
It is one of history's ironies that the Russian and Slavonic word for wormwood is Chernobyl. The Old Testament precedents are the first plague in Egypt in Exodus seven fourteen to twenty four, and two references in Jeremiah nine fifteen and twenty three fifteen to the Lord feeding the people with wormwood, which turns water bitter and undrinkable. Some translations use the phrase water of gall. The illustration is again from Folio 21 of the Bamberg Apocalypse. With the sounding of the fourth trumpet by an angel, the scene shifts to heaven and a third of the sun, moon, and stars are darkened and the earth loses a third of the daylight, moonlight, and starlight. The Old Testament precedents are the three days of darkness which accompany the ninth plague in Egypt in Exodus 10 verses 21 to 29 and in the day of the Lord prophecy that I cited earlier from Joel 2 verse 1b, 10, 30, and 31. For this scene, there is also a New Testament parallel, Jesus' prophecy of the day of judgment in Matthew 24, 29, which I quoted in episode 9 in my discussion of the opening of the sixth seal in Revelation 6, 12 to 17. The, the illustration is another scene from Folio 21 of the Bamberg Apocalypse. In the final verse, verse 13, St. John employs another dramatic device intended to increase anticipation of what is to come. In yet another example of numerology, the angel in the midst of heaven says, Woe! three times, and speaks of the three angels and trumpets, quote, who are about to sound. In the illustration from Folio 21, the Bamberg Apocalypse, the angel of the actual text of verse 13 is depicted as an eagle. This could just be artistic license, but might also be the result of a difference in translation since the artist's work from a Latin edition of the Bible. It is worth noting that the traditional symbol for the Apostle John is an eagle. Next time in episode 14, the focus is on chapter 9, the 5th and 6th trumpets. Thank you for joining me for episode 13 of Revelation and Idealist Interpretation. This internet-based ministry is entirely supported by public contributions and book sales. You can help us by making a donation in any amount payable to the Anglican Internet Church and sending it to our business office address 7162 Softwind Lane, Mechanicsville, Virginia 23111. Or you can purchase any of our books through my author page at Amazon.com right slash author right slash Ronald hyphen E hyphen Shibley. Please note that 100% of all book royalties are donated to the Anglican Internet Church. Or you can like us and subscribe to our podcasts at our Podbean site, which hosts our extensive collection of nearly 500 podcasts on a variety of topics. While you're at our YouTube page, I invite you to join our Google Plus circle by clicking the subscribe button. 
As a Google Plus member, you'll receive notice of each new video. Our new URL address is www.youtube.com right slash C right slash St. John C with Saint spelled out. Or you can follow us and like us on our Facebook page using either the full address on the screen or using the link on the home page at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net then bookmarking the page for easy return. Or you can read and subscribe to my weekly blog posts at anglicaninternetchurch.wordpress.com. Finally, you can request the weekly update, a weekly email with the latest news and links to the most recent podcasts, videos, blog posts, and publications, and other notes. Your request can send you can send your request to me at frron.stjohnanglican at earthlink.net. The names and email addresses of all recipients of the weekly update are blocked to protect your privacy. You can remove your name at any time simply by sending me another email. If you'd like to speak with me personally about this program or any other subject, please call 804-559-2690. The best times are 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Monday through Friday, Eastern Time. If you do not reach me, please call. Please leave your name, a message, and a callback number. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website and make use of its resources. www.anglicaninternetchurch.net